0: Brought to you today by
1: Nom Nom Security Systems. Nothing keeps your Jimmy tubes clear like Nom Noms.
2: Previously on Cautious Optimism, maybe we should take a more uh, quiet, securitous route to the ship?
1: At first, this hoodie is green, but as you slide your hand along it, it changes. You can make it any color of the rainbow.
3: We're going to be bringing someone back to the ship. A leader of the guild is on the station, and in his ship, he seems to be smuggling uh, Matorb.
2: There's lots of psionic activity here.
4: I'm not doing anything with psionics. Psionics are illegal. I'm just singing.
0: Rico, I heard the voice again.
4: She's going to help us. Did she say with what?
0: Our psionic powers.
4: To make
3: sure that this isn't a psionic trap, perhaps those of us who are not being (laughs) afflicted with psionics at the moment might want to go up there on floor 12, access the jimmy tubes, crawl up to 13, see what's going on.
1: I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science.
4: Liliana. An Evo. I don't know if you know, but like, I'm famous.
1: A species capable of Santa power. We
4: are going to be the best of friends.
1: Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. All right, so we pick up where we left off. I believe we were in sickbay, because that's where we were scanning Liliana's brain, and Johnny Lee just got put on the hover gurney to sober up. And what would you all like to do next?
3: Well, I'd like to go over the plan for the Jimmy's Tube excursion. Yeah, sure. So what's the plan for the Jimmy's Tube excursion?
2: (laughs) Um Sorry, I was just trying to get my pen to start writing, because if I can't write things down, I forget things. So, um, well, I think uh, we've we've got a map. I think we were just going to go and have a nose around, weren't we? Yeah.
3: I can't remember, was I going with you guys? Because I'm not psionic.
2: It just says Hank and Rico.
3: Okay. I think
2: we decided that the captain should probably, like, not get arrested, crawling around the possibly non-existent 13th floor of a space station. Sure.
0: And also, you're waiting for Johnny to wake up.
2: Right, right. Oh, yeah, you've got the Johnny problem. I've got the Johnny problem.
4: Rico, would you like to borrow my very colorful, changing color hoodie when you go do this? It looks really pretty, and it would match your eyes so nice. Um, I'm just thinking it might help you with stealth.
2: Yeah. I'm already a mostly black cat. I mean, apart from the mohawk, obviously. It might be better if you gave it to Hank. Oh, okay.
4: Hank, would you like my hoodie?
5: I would love nothing more in this world.
4: <laughs> it smells like me.
5: And he just takes it and he just sniffs it. Goes, <laughs> yeah,
4: he's gonna sniff it. <sighs> oh dear,
5: I did not think that through. <laughs> <laughs> you can almost see Hank floating across the floor.
4: Okay, it probably has that really gross smell, like from you know new clothes before they've been okay. washed, and it's just like disgusting.
5: And just a twinge of psionic board. <laughs>
4: Just a <laughs> uh question for the GM. How long do benefits last? Like if I sing a little tune for them, like how long would that be good for?
1: It's only effective while you're singing.
4: Okay. Got it. I'm gonna make a note of that.
2: Well, I guess we should uh get a sort of uh, kit of useful things together. I mean you've got like a basic engineering kit, I suppose.
5: Yeah, yeah, I'll check all my portable
2: tools. There you go. I think we'll be all right. I mean, should we go now? What
1: time is it now on the ship? By now, it's going to be evening time-ish. We're probably looking at around 6 p.m.
2: Is it better to be moving around sort of now at dinner time when there's probably lots of people around? Or should we wait until later when it's quiet? It might be more obvious what we're doing if it's too quiet. I agree.
5: Then I guess we should go. To the 13th floor.
2: Good job it's not Halloween or
4: anything. (laughs) With a black hat. With a black hat. Oh,
5: no.
1: All right, so there are entrances to the Jimmy Tubes in various points all over the station. After consulting the blueprints that Shipcom brought up, the closest entrance to a Jimmy Tube is actually on the street. It's almost like a sewer vent, like a sewer entrance, you know, in the floor, a little round circle uh, covering in the floor on the main street that the shops where you went clothing shopping are. Oh, that sounds a bit conspicuous. There is another entrance in a maintenance area a little further down, but it is a maintenance area and presumably not open to the public.
5: Hmm. But it could be open to a maintenance type individual wearing overalls, carrying a bunch of tools and looking like a maintenance person would. Perhaps.
2: Yeah, I guess that's more your speed than mine. We'll have
5: to send you in ahead. So it sounds like we have a choice to make. We can either take the long route from the street or try to weasel our way into the maintenance area as fellow maintenance people.
2: I mean, could we look convincing enough for people on the street to think that we had every right to be in the Jimmy's
5: Tube? Maybe. I don't know. I, f- I feel like there would be more witnesses on the street.
2: Yeah, but if we just look like maintenance people, they probably wouldn't think too much of it. Probably not. Um. So more people might see us, but there'd be people who'd be less likely to know that we weren't supposed to be there.
5: Yeah.
4: What if I came out and caused a distraction?
5: (gasps) You could cause a distraction. Hey, here's an idea. What if Liliana causes a (laughs) distraction?
2: (laughs) That might be helpful. And uh, we could do that in the
4: street. Yes. Yes. I'm very good at drawing attention.
2: Yeah. Okay. I think that would work well. So if you draw attention and then we can just slip down the Jimmy tube in the street. And then we don't have to try and blag our way into anything. Secret. I like it. Okay. Kyan, you coming to
4: look after Liliana?
0: Yeah, because there's no reason for me to stay behind. Although, this kind of defeat the purpose of us not going that direction?
4: Well, we wouldn't be going in these James tubes.
2: (laughs) 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 No, you just need to turn up. You can be her bodyguard. You just need to hang around. For bit.
0: I think I can do that.
2: Social media is already talking about us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it works for me.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it sounds like we have a plan.
4: Okay.
1: All right. So are you guys heading out to the street then where the shopping stores were?
4: Yeah, I think so. Yep. Should Kyan and I go ahead so that we're not all together as a group?
1: Maybe
2: a little bit. Yeah. So you can go a little bit and kind of draw people to you and then... Yeah, they can follow a couple paces
1: behind. Liliana, are you are you disguised with your hoodie and sunglasses, or since you're trying to make a distraction, are you just out there as you?
4: I'm just out there as me. I gave my hoodie to to Hank anyway.
1: Oh, that's right, and he sniffed it, so that was <laughs> that was exciting.
4: Plus one inspiration for sniffing it.
1: Oh boy! <laughs> so as you guys are walking down the street, there are already people taking note of Liliana from the edges of the thoroughfare and taking out their phones and snapping pics and stuff. And as you guys are getting closer and closer to where the entrance to the Jimmy tube is, more people are starting to kind of show up. You get the impression that as some people cite Liliana and tweet about it on social media or whatever, other people see that and come out (laughs) and see where she is and what's going on. So a crowd is starting to form. Already, by the time you get to where you see uh, pretty clearly marked a circular meter wide diameter Jimmy tube entrance right there in the floor.
5: Now, is there a grate on this Jimmy tube or is it just pretty much open?
1: No, it's sealed. It's closed up. There's two parts of the door that both shut and there's a seam right down the center.
5: I see. I see. Okay, Rico. As soon as... Liliana gets everybody's attention, I'm going to jimmy my way into the jimmy tubes and then we're going to have to disappear quickly.
2: Uh, yes, absolutely. Is this a jimmying or do we need to hack it?
5: Are you guys walking right up right now and getting
1: a good look or are you just glancing at it from a distance?
2: I imagine that we'd be able to have a pretty good look at it, kind of loitering at the back of the crowd.
1: Sure, sure. Make perception checks of oh, both of you, Rico and Hank.
2: Nine eleven. Oh, my perception is 12. Passed Pass by, by one.
1: Okay. Yeah. Good enough for you to tell that there is no physical locking mechanism, but there is a little control panel nearby. It's clearly a punch in a code or do some kind of computer thing to open the door.
5: <laughs> yeah, I got a 12 versus a 12, so I'll just rely on Rico's knowledge.
2: <laughs> ah, looks like we need to do some hacking. Oh, no, hang on. You've got your electronic... Um lock picks yeah lock picks
1: yeah mm-hmm. all right so you two are ready to get down to some serious electronic lockpicking. picking liliana what do you want to do for this distraction
4: is there anything around me like a box or garbage can or anything that i could like jump on top of as like a little impromptu stage
1: would liliana jump on a literal garbage can if one's available
4: if she is trying to be able to get everyone's attention yes she would
1: <laughs> okay. Well then yes, there is a metallic refuse container near the side <laughs> of the road, and Liliana
4: hops right on up. All right. So she's gonna hop up and she is gonna start singing. And she is also, in doing this, gonna sing for whatever stat they need for lockpicking.
1: All right. Lock picking is well, this is computer walk-picking, oh. so it's going to be IQ. So oh,
4: okay. I can do IQ.
1: You can do IQ. Okay. So Liliana starts singing, and everybody in the area, not only do you enjoy the music, but you all feel a little bit smarter. <laughs> <Like> <laughs> you're all going to get a plus two to your IQ-based activities. All right.
4: Well, don't I have to roll for it? Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> So Assuming Lindsay rolls well, you will get <laughs> plus two to your things.
4: A five, a four, and a three. That's probably not. Let's see. And you
1: need you need ten or less.
4: Wait. I thought that it was IQ plus three. I have on here IQ plus three.
1: IQ plus three.
4: And my IQ is 11. So I need. Oh, okay.
1: Hey, if that's what it says on your sheet, then yeah. Totes.
4: So yeah, then I I got it. Okay. Because, yeah, I rolled a 12, so.
1: Liliana starts singing. It is beautiful. It is not beautiful for the first, like, half second, but once the psionic energy start emanating, then suddenly you think it's the greatest song you've ever heard in the world, and you feel smarter. Get a plus two for your IQ things.
4: And before I started singing, I yelled out, this one is for my best friend, Juliana. Oh, that's nice. And gave, like, a little wink to anyone who had, like, a camera filming me.
1: (laughs) You Hear a little, Scott, that's me. <laughs> and as the crowd begins to form around you, and everyone's got their phones out and pointing their cameras at you, and everything, there is a ton of commotion over there, and nobody is paying any attention to Hank and R- 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 Rico. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll flip up the hood on the hoodie and just kind of, you know, slink my way over there, quietly motioning for Rico to follow, and I will get into the computer pad with the electronic lockpicks.
1: I do want you to both make stealth checks, and if you don't have the stealth skill, that's a dexterity. Normally it would be minus four if you're untrained, Mm -hmm. but we're going to say just straight dexterity because of the distraction.
5: Okay. Okay.
2: (sighs) Success by three
5: No, um, that's a fail by two So Rico with
1: cat-like agility walks over there and doesn't make a peep Barely disturbs the air as she moves (laughs) Meanwhile, Hank's walking over there and takes out his tools And they go clank, 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 clank Hank,
4: trying to be quiet Did people seem to turn and notice this?
1: Not that any of you can see. We
2: might have got away with that just
4: about try and keep it down a
1: bit.
5: Absolutely. And then I, I begin the lock picking process. So
1: let's go ahead and make a roll. Do you have a lock picking skill
5: or a hacking skill? I have a hacking skill, yes.
1: Okay, let's do a hacking skill with a plus four because of your tools.
5: Uh, 5, ten, 12. Uh, that'll be success by eight.
1: And also a plus two for Liliana helping you, because I bet that's oh, like Success
5: you. by 10, then.
1: So it's as if you just knew the code. You hack into it in seconds, and the two doors slide open.
2: All right.
5: And I duck inside, uh, pulling Rico behind me.
1: So the inside of the Jimmy tube, it's only wide enough for you to go single file. And at first there is a ladder that you guys are going down. And then when you get to the bottom, it switches to a horizontal tube going in two directions. You guys got a good look at the map at the schematics. Who's going first? Like who's the leader of this two person party?
5: Yeah. I think this is Hank all the way. Yeah.
1: All right. Hank, make an IQ roll. Well, both of you can make an IQ roll to see if you remember the right way to go from, from the map.
5: Just straight versus IQ.
1: Yeah. And you can still kind of hear Liliana. So give yourselves plus two.
5: Success by
2: seven. In which case, success by one. Thanks for that uh, plus two from Liliana.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Hank, you are very confident that it is this way. And as the music massages your brain, Rico, you're like, yep, that makes sense. So you guys start heading down the tube in that direction, and there's no lighting down here. So as you get away from the entrance, you went down. Oh, you also hear a shoop as the doors to prevent anyone from accidentally falling in close automatically after a little bit. And it is now pitch black in the Jimmy tubes.
5: I'll turn on my night vision goggles. Rico can see in the dark.
1: Right. Rico can see in the dark. Hank, do you really have night vision goggles? Yes,
5: I do. That was one of the... Yep. <laughs>
1: Okay. Well then you're both fine. You see perfectly. You make it down the Jimmy tubes a greater distance before we get too far in that. So Liliana and Kyan, are you guys just continuing your little makeshift? Oh, did Kyan, did you go with her to be the bodyguard?
0: Yes, I did. And I'm guessing that I am kind of standing in front of the trash can, making sure that nobody comes around and harasses her physically.
1: Cool. And so you guys are just keeping your little performance going while this is happening, right? Yes.
4: Yeah, at least long enough for me to be sure that they got in and are a good safe distance away. Okay. So I imagine I probably sing like two, three songs. Okay, cool, cool. So the performance
1: is going on, and back to Hank and Rico. As you guys are making your way through the Jimmy Tubes... It's actually fairly confusing, but you guys remembered the map really well, and you're pretty confident you're going the right way. Eventually, you get to a junction that goes in all four directions on the XY coordinate planes, but there's also a ladder going up and down on the Z axis, and so presumably you guys are going to go down the ladder to try to make it down to a floor below you, to the 13th floor?
2: I mean, if we're on the 14th floor, that's Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Okay, so you guys start going down the ladder. And sure enough, there is another one of these exact same junctions that go off in all six directions. But your memory of the map tells you that this junction was not on the map. According to the map, this is just a tube that goes down, down, down to the 15th floor. So as you guys get off here, what is presumably the Jimmy tubes for the 13th floor, you are now in uncharted territory. You're off the map. So as you can go in any of the four cardinal directions, if cardinal directions make sense on a space station, which they probably don't. But anyway, you know what I mean? How do you want to decide which of those four tubes you want to go in?
5: I want to stop and listen intently for any indication of which way to go.
2: Um, I'm not being funny. My hearing's probably better than yours. (laughs) Uh, Rico actually has the perk of acute hearing. Oh, wow. One level thereof. Okay. I don't know how it works. One level of acute hearing. It's something about acute senses. Is it an advantage or a perk? I don't remember. It's an advantage, actually.
1: Surely it gives you a plus to your perception rolls.
2: Yeah, let me just see if I can find it quickly. Acute senses. There we go. Two points each level. Acute hearing gives you a bonus to hear something. Or notice a sound, two points per level, okay. Oh, God. Each huge sense has a separate advantage. It gives you plus one per level to all sense rolls. And how many points do you have in it? I have got one level, so I would get a plus one to, presumably to a perception.
1: Yeah, so both of you can make perception rolls, and Rico, you get that plus one bonus.
2: My dice just landed on top of each other. That's not very helpful. There we go. Oh, no. Failed by two. Fifteen. I also failed by two.
5: All right. So
1: after bragging about how great your hearing is, uh, (laughs) you both listen intently, and neither of you hear anything at all from any direction.
2: So maybe pick a random direction, and then try and listen a bit more.
5: I can't think of a better option.
2: (laughs) Was there anything about the layout of the ship Like, is there always a corridor that's in a particular orientation on this?
1: Yeah, every floor that was on the map had a main thoroughfare, like the one where the entrance to the Jimmy Tube you guys used was at.
2: Okay, so maybe head in what would be that direction. Okay. I don't know which direction that is.
1: So you guys can go in the same direction that essentially you came from on the floor above. So you're heading towards what you think. If this... Floor is in fact, it uh, does exist. And if it is laid out the same way as all the others, you are heading towards where the exit to the Jimmy Tube into the main thoroughfare would be.
5: Sound logic.
2: And I reckon we'd walk for like maybe five minutes and then have another go at listening.
1: That sounds good. Go ahead and, and you could both make perception rolls.
2: Uh, okay, that's better. 11
5: that's better. Six, success by uh, two, seven success by five. Oh,
2: amazing.
1: Okay. So both of you hear a noise from behind you that sounds like bump, 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 bump.
2: Oh, that's an interesting noise. That was back that way. Yeah, maybe we should maybe we should head that way.
1: And then you hear a sound from in front of you, bump, 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 bump.
2: Oh, dear. I think maybe we should just carry on going this way because we think it's likely there's a thoroughfare in this direction.
5: All right, we'll continue forward.
1: All right, after another, say five minutes or so, Rico, only you make a perception check with your plus one. Five, nine, ten.
2: It goes three.
1: You hear something and you sense like a little motion, maybe in the air. Maybe your cat like smells detect something. You suddenly become very aware of the fact that there is something behind you in this tube. <gasps> and it's gaining on you.
2: There's that's something behind us.
1: And all of a sudden, oh, I'm going to roll a die. Uh-oh. Rico, something is biting your tail.
2: I'm going to turn around and bear my claws.
1: All right. Let's see if this works. 1d6 divided by 2. Sweet. Okay, Rico, you take one damage, one bite damage. And as you turn around, your night vision lets you see very clearly. There is a creature in the tube with you. It's circular. It's like a basketball, but like twice the size of a basketball. And it's just a ball and a mouth. That is just let go of your tail. The mouth has a lot of teeth in it. The creature is covered in scales and it is baring its teeth, getting ready to bite you again. Ah. At this point, we're going to go into combat. Oh my God. Okay. Which means I need to know both of your basic speeds.
2: I also have combat reflexes, but I don't know what that gives me. My basic speed is 5.25. Five.
1: Okay, well, Rico goes ahead of Hank. And yeah, your combat reflexes? That could be important.
2: I have extraordinary reactions, and I'm rarely surprised for more than a moment. Oh. I get plus one to all active defense rolls, and it's very difficult to brighten me,
1: and I never freeze. Interesting. Um, yeah, there you go. Okay, you know what? Because you've got that trait... Instead of you getting bit necessarily from this creature's attack, I'm going to say you had just enough warning from your extraordinary (laughs) combat reflexes to make a dodge roll. So the way dodging works is it is your basic speed minus all fractions plus three. So for Rico, that's going to be eight. Eight. Go ahead and roll your six dice, and you want to get eight or less to successfully dodge.
2: Oh, no. These dice are terrible today. I got 10.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, so you failed to dodge, Yeah. and it happens just like we said. It bites your tail, you take one point of damage. Okay. And now we're going to begin our first round of actual combat. Rico, you are first.
2: Okay, so I have a knife, and I have my claws, and I have the melee weapon skill. So I'm rolling against that,
1: aren't I? Yep, you sure are.
2: We don't do this very often. 12, 13, 14, but that's still a success by
1: one. So with cat-like grace, you managed to turn around inside the confined space of the tube, and you said you've got a knife and claws. Which one are you using here?
2: I mean, I guess since we've just been surprised, I'm probably using my claws. Makes sense. Because we weren't expecting anything. So I've got sharp claws, which are short claws, like those of a cat. That's good, isn't it? Change the damage you inflict with a punch or a kick from crushing to cutting. I don't know how damage
1: works. So damage, if you look on your sheet, underneath where it has your attributes, you know, your strength and dexterity and everything, you'll have damage, THR, which is thrusting, and SW, which is swiping.
2: Oh, SW3. Oh, but that's with the knife. I haven't put the damage in for the claws. That was a bit stupid. So I imagine that's like an unarmed. I don't know.
1: Well, just to speed things up, let's go ahead and just say that you were able to get your knife out with your lightning quick combat reflexes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, okay, that might be easy. I'll have to put the claw down. Oh, now I found the damage section of the book. I have realized why I didn't do it because it's all really confusing. Okay, so let's pretend it's uh, SW it's three. What does that mean?
1: Is it three? Oh, I guess that would. <sighs> um, no, it's a small knife audience if we're making mistakes please let us know
2: it's all right
0: joe's gonna cut all of this out <laughs> there you go the magic of editing
2: <laughs> magic of editing joe's gonna cut this out and i am gonna find that page i just had which told me how knives work sw oh maybe it says minus three sw minus
1: three. Oh, okay so you do what your sw says and subtract three from it
2: so what with sw sorry Rico tries very hard not to get into combat. Sorry, everyone. Yeah,
1: no, we don't do combat very <laughs> often in this game. So yeah, no, this is a learning experience for all of us, including me. I don't know either. <laughs>
0: We're all learning. It's swing damage.
1: Okay, it's based on your strength, Rico. Page sixteen has a ch- has a chart. What is your strength?
2: My strength is nine.
1: So nine, your swing is going to be 1d minus
2: one. 1d minus one. And then it's going to be minus three because it's only a small knife. Okay. Yeah.
1: That sounds right.
2: Right. So 1d minus four.
1: And if you've got your character sheet out, your thrust is 1d minus two. You might write that down for future. Right.
2: So, yeah, exactly. One, if other people, you do not have these things filled in your sheet, this might be a really good time to do it. So <laughs> apparently Todd's getting all like handy with the combat. It's not me, it's the
0: universe. Yeah.
3: It only took a full year.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been playing for over a year, haven't we? hmm mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like our one-year
1: anniversary episode. And in some ways, we're still complete noobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't get less than one, right? So... If you roll a one, it's it's not going to be negative four. Like, you're not going to heal it for four health or whatever. <laughs> It'll just do one damage.
2: Which I just did. So I just rolled a one. So I've just done one damage to it.
1: Okay. This guy takes one point of damage. You stab him with the knife. And even in the dark, you can see a oily, like, black liquid starts to come out of the knife wound. Hank, it is your turn next.
5: I obviously can't clearly see around Rico to this thing, but I can hear the snarling and clashing. And what I want to do is I'm going to get real close to Rico, reach around with my left hand, pull her into me and kind of rotate us a little bit and fire with my pistol while apologizing in her ear for invading her personal space.
1: (laughs) Sounds great.
5: She'll probably let you get away with it right now. Well, we've had our moments and he's just trying to preemptively. Sorry, Rico. (laughs) How do I attack?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So maybe if Hank and Rico find a big glowing orb down there, these ball creatures will start flashing and running away. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, the editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this episode of Cautious Optimism. Happy New Year. It's New Year's Eve, and we here at As the Dice Roll want to wish you a happy and safe New Year. So Raven said I'd edit all the technical stuff out of the episode, but I know a lot of people listening might enjoy the tech talk, and some of you might be listening to better understand how to play. Sorry, not sure we're the best podcast for learning groups, but we try. So I did edit a lot of stuff out, but I left in anything that had to do with the specific mechanics. So all the page flipping, debate, and backtracking took that out. But actual rules, explanations, and that sort of thing, I left all that in. So I did edit some of the technical discussion out, but more to streamline the tech talk and not really to take it out altogether. Just wanted to explain that real quick. Just a peek behind the magic editor's curtain. We have officially reached one year of As The Dice Roll. We want to thank everyone who has listened in, commented on, shared, and chatted with us about the show. Keep talking with us and keep talking us up to people you know. We would love to get more listeners for the show in 2022. And your recommendations to friends is a great way to make that happen. Now, if you want to ask us questions about the show or simply want to say hello, start chatting with us in real time over on Slack. You can find the geek to geek Media Slack by going to the Contact Us tab on the network website at geek geekmediacom And while you're there, you can also join the geek to geek Media Discord server. You can also follow us on Twitter at as the dice roll RP on Instagram at as the dice roll or send us an email at podcast at as the dice This past week, there was a lot of guesting on each other's podcasts. Kelly and I gossip about Todd on the latest episode of Baiting Habits of the Modern Geek. Alinzia and Kelly joined Bama and Todd on Farming Simulated. And even though episode five hundred of Girls Gone Wow had to be postponed, it should be recording about the same time this episode is coming out. So go give Raven some love and support and listen for some Cautious Optimism fun on there as well. That's it for me this week and for this year. I'll be back next Friday, January 7th, 2022 with the next episode of Cautious Optimism. Until then, let's see if Hank and Rico can find any fruit for bonus points after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down.
2: When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back
0: and enjoy watching a video game
5: Okay, so you're using a gun, right? Yes, 357 Revolver.
1: You should have a skill that's something like, you know, gun skill or
5: something. Yeah, I've got Missile Weapon Pistols, level four.
1: Okay, so that's Dexterity with a plus four because of your four levels of skill.
5: Okay, so I have to beat to 14, got it. Sounds right to me. Six, 12, 13. Ooh, by one. <laughs> you hit it? And that is 3d minus one. Dealing two, six, 11 damage. Oh, I'm sorry, 10. I forgot to subtract the one.
1: All right. But before we do the damage, and I didn't do this with Rico. I probably should have, but it's fine. So when combat happens in this game, the attacker attacks. And if the attacker scores a hit, then the target gets to do a defense. Oh, okay. And the only real defense for things like ranged weapons is dodge. So this guy is going to see if it can dodge. And because of the confined space, it's going to get a minus four. So it needs six. Critical fail. Yes. Three sixes. Oh my God.
5: Yay.
1: So it just stood there while you shot it in its face. And you did how much
5: damage? 10, right in the face hole. Describe the killing blow. Like I said, I just leaned in real close to Rico, wrapped my left arm around her so that I could slowly rotate us sideways, and I'm apologizing in her ear, and I kind of shield her face as I just blast it right in the face.
1: All right. The bullet goes clean through it. Black, viscous liquid spurts out the front and back where the bullet exited the rear, and the creature just kind of deflates like a soccer ball that you let the air out of. And as the two of you might get ready to celebrate your victory, you both become aware that there is another one of these ball creatures right behind it coming right up towards you. And there is one about ahead of you coming from the other direction, rolling right up towards you. The one coming from the front is going to make a bite attack against Hank. Okay, so that is a success. It does one point of biting damage to you, Hank. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry.
5: Dang it. I'm so bad at this. Hank, you get a chance to dodge. Okay. Now, what is my dodge based on? It
1: is your basic speed plus three.
5: Okay. Got it. And
1: that's a fail. So, yes, he bites me. Okay. So, you take one bite damage, and the one from behind is going to take a bite at Rico. That's a success. Rico, go ahead and try to dodge. That's your basic speed plus three.
2: And I get a plus one because of my combat reflexes?
1: Because that's a Yes, pick. you are correct. I got nine. Okay, you made it. Yeah. So this one rolls up. It kind of pushes past its dead friend and goes to bite at you. And you very nimbly just kind of jump back out of the way. And the bite misses. It bites the air. And that brings us to Rico. It is your turn.
5: In this whole time, I'm picturing me and Rico because we're in close quarters with each other just dancing around trying to dodge these little balls. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess never losing contact with each other just because it's the only solace we know in this moment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I guess I'm going to try and hit something with my knife again. Four, five, six. That is a success by nine.
1: Okay. It's going to try to dodge. It failed. Roll damage.
2: So that was four, which is then minus four, which is just that one again.
1: Okay. It takes one damage. You got another stab at it with your knife, Hank, you're up. You've got one in front of you and you've got one coming from behind that just bit Rico.
5: Yeah. We're going to shoot the one right in front of me. It seems to be easier for the record. I have five bullets in my gun at the moment. All right. Keeping track of this. And that is a five, nine, 10. Okay. That's a success. So is it dodging? It is
1: trying. It fails.
5: All right. So 3D minus one. One, seven, nine, minus one is eight.
1: Eight damage. Okay. Describe how you kill this guy.
5: Just going to kind of lean back on my heels, leaning into that comforting weight of Rico and just take aim at it solidly and just pull the trigger. Nice and smooth.
1: As it's preparing to make a second bite attack at you, you just shoot it. The bullet goes right in its mouth and out the other side. And black oily liquid spouts in all directions as, again, it just
5: deflates.
1: (laughs) And then we go to the bad guys. So the one behind is going to make another bite attack at Rico. It misses. And then that brings us to Rico's turn.
2: Okay. Seven success by
1: eight. Okay. It'll try to dodge. It fails. Roll your damage.
2: (laughs) Another one.
1: (laughs) Okay. Again, you get another knife wound on it and it's bleeding some more. And then we go to Hank's turn.
5: (laughs) And since Rico's between me and that one again, we're just going to roll to the other side over this time and just spinning with our backs to each other and just lean over and fire at it. And five, six, 11 success by three. And it fails to dodge. Roll your damage. Not nearly as much this time, four. Well, because
1: it's already taken two damage from Rico stabbing it, that's good enough. Another bullet pierces right through it, going in one side and out the other, and it deflates.
5: Do we have to roll for hearing loss at least three loud (laughs)
1: gunshots? (laughs) You probably should, but no, we'll uh, (laughs) we'll, we'll say you're fine. All right, so combat is ended, and there are three deflated monster bodies around you.
2: Oh, Oh, dear. Are you okay? Uh, I think so. Um, oh, I've got a bit of a, I've just got one sort of, yeah. It, and she's looking at her tail <laughs> slightly forlornly. Yeah. It's mm, my tail is a bit chewed,
5: a bit chewed. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, yeah, mm, I wonder if I've got any, mm, no, I think we should probably just, I think we should probably just, you know, get a move on. Uh
5: Yeah. No. Actually, Hank has a first aid kit and the first aid skill, so he's going to wrap the two marks on her tail. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> she doesn't have anything useful like first aid. Don't be ridiculous.
5: <laughs> I don't know how to use it, but I have it. Okay. You've
1: gone ahead and put some bandages, some band-aids on those two bite marks.
5: There, I think that'll hold everything together until we can get, uh, we're going to have to get moving.
2: Uh, yes, I'll get Kyan to fix my tail later on. It's okay.
5: While we're walking, I'll reload my pistol. I don't want to be unprepared when we come back.
2: I've never learned to use a firearm. It's not something that normal on my world. Maybe I should maybe I should get some lessons.
5: Well, my planet has a long history of using these killing machines. So I mean, it's it's kind of how I was brought up.
2: Mm. Well, uh, I think we should uh, get a move on, really, to that likely main thoroughfare.
5: Yep. I'll tuck the three spent cartridges are bullets in my bag so that they're not left behind as evidence.
1: All right. As you guys are making your way through the Jimmy tube some more, make perception checks, please Rico with your
5: plus one. Ooh, success by seven.
2: Uh, I got 16, which is a failure by four.
1: Okay. Rico, you're still hearing the ringing in your ears from the gun firing in that enclosed space.
2: I'm also slightly upset that somebody's chewed my tail.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've got a lot of things distracting you right now. But Hank, you hear from behind. (whimpering)
5: There's more coming. Then let's run. Uh, Okay, we'll run.
2: Um, Rico has the running skill. She can run on all fours if required.
5: Hank does not. (laughs) All
1: right. But you're also in this Jimmy tube in an awkward position. Yeah. True. Both of you make dexterity checks to see how effective you are at running in this situation.
5: Just basic dex. Yep. Yeah, that's a fail. It totally tracks. Uh,
2: And That is a fail by one, but I don't know whether my running skill helps or I've got escape. Or I've got (laughs) jumping. I've got quite a lot of skills in getting the heck out of dodge.
1: Well, surely the running skill would give you a plus one at least. So I say you succeed, Rico. Okay. Hank, did you say you failed?
5: I failed by two. Yeah. I don't have any fancy skills in regards to running away.
1: Okay. So as you guys start running, going full speed through the jimmy tubes, Rico, you overtake Hank. Well, she will have dropped onto all fours, so right yeah so i imagine that in the tube you just leap over them like a jaguar leaping over a log and you're hauling butt down the tubes out ahead of hank and hank as you're going as fast as you can you keep hearing that from behind you and it's getting louder and louder the further you go both of you let's make dexterity checks again
5: who critical success that's three ones, baby. Nice. Oh, wow. Uh 15.
2: Rico
1: trips over her own tail. <laughs> oh. So perhaps spurred on by the scary noises behind him, Hank figures it out and starts hauling butt through these Jimmy Tubes and catches up to Rico, who is starting to struggle a little bit. And both of you arrive at where there is an exit to the Jimmy Tube's Above you, there's a ladder that goes up a bit, and then an exit to the chimney tube. It is exactly like the entrance you went through, except reversed.
5: Up, Rico, up, go, go, go. Give me the lockpicks, and then you can use your gun behind us if you need to. I hand them to her, and then I stand on the ladder with my gun, aimed while she has the lockpicks.
1: As you guys are in this situation, Hank, you see, coming from both directions, scores of these little ball monsters. And they're charging towards you. They're not there yet. You've got a couple turns before they reach you. Okay. Um, but you can see them. And Rico, go ahead and make a hacking check. Uh, oh,
2: no. 5, six, seven, eight, 5, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, she failed by one. Has she got enough time to try again.
1: As you're trying to hack open the Jimmy tube, she just keep hearing these annoying computer noises of failure. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, it keeps no. rejecting
1: your attempts, and the little balls are now only one one turn away from reaching you guys.
2: Okay, she has another go. She gets a nine. That's success by three.
1: <laughs> Even with the ringing in your ears, Rico, you are hearing the bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum-bum as the balls are getting closer and closer and closer, and then... Sh- the Jimmy tube opens up ahead of you and sunlight comes, well not sunlight, but artificial light comes down into the tube from above.
2: I'm out of there and I turn around to try and like give Hank help to get out as well.
1: (laughs) And
5: Hank will scramble out quickly.
1: Okay. That's easy enough to do. And as you guys are doing that, you probably notice that the little balls stop as soon as they hit the artificial light and back up so that they stay out of the light. And then there you are as you get out of the Jimmy tube and it goes closing behind you. You look around to see what looks similar to the floor you came from, except this is a ghost town. There are places that were designed, that were built to be shops and stores, but they are empty. Most of the lights are out. There is dust. There is a disgusting liquid in many places. The area is devoid of life.
2: That uh, That was a bit close.
5: Yeah, definitely. Um,
2: um, I wonder if uh, if we have to go back that way. If a flashlight would hold them off,
5: I I, I do have one, so I mean we can try that if we have to.
2: Uh, I also have one. It's just because I can see in the dark. It didn't really occur
5: to me. Yeah, go. really, I, b- I brought it back as a, as a backup melee weapon. To be honest, um, <laughs> um.
2: Well, here we are, floor thirteen.
5: So we're here. Um, what are we looking for?
2: A funny psionic lady?
5: Do you think our communicators work on this non-existent floor?
2: Um, I don't see why it wouldn't. Unless we're in some kind of, I don't know, Faraday cage.
5: I'm going to pull up my little computer that's tied to my glasses and try to sync up with Shipcom. Shipcom, Hank here. Shipcom, can you read me? Beep, beep,
1: boop. I read you loud and clear.
5: Ah, old friend, can you patch Captain
1: in? Confirmed. And, uh, Rico... I'm sorry, not Rico. Rory, your communicator goes beep, beep, boop.
3: Rory here.
5: Captain, uh, get to a display so that you can see what we're looking at here. We, we've made it to the 13th floor.
3: I'm at the display in the cockpit.
5: And then I'll turn the little camera on on my glasses so that she can see the ghost town around us.
2: Oh, that's creepy.
5: Yeah, it's just like all the other floors, except nothing's here.
2: It's not as creepy as the little spiky Pac-Man objects that just tried to kill us, Captain. Are you okay? Somebody chewed my tail. Oh, Rico, I'm sorry.
5: I put Hello Kitty Band-Aids on it. She's okay. She's being a little dramatic right now.
3: I don't know. I don't have a tail to be worried about. I imagine if I did, I'd be upset if someone chewed on it.
5: Well, well understandable. Um, Any idea what we're looking for now that we're here? Are we just looking for some mystical psychic being?
3: I'm assuming, out of character, I guess that Kyan and Liliana are still outside.
5: Have they come back? We haven't jump cut to him in a while, so...
1: Yeah, well, let's look at Liliana. I mean, it's probably been, it's been about an hour that they've been gone. Okay. How long would you guys have kept that performance going?
4: She really likes having people's attention.
5: (laughs) (laughs) She's just getting warmed up.
4: (laughs) Once she starts and she's seeing all these adoring fans, she's probably just like, you know, eating it up.
0: (laughs) All right.
1: So I think they're still out there singing.
0: (laughs) I would imagine that at some point, Kyan would be a little bit over it, and so if it's been 45 minutes, I would say after 20 to 30 minutes, (laughs) he's done, and he puts an end to it so that they can head back.
3: Okay, so you guys have made it back.
0: Yeah, I would think so.
3: So I would call you guys into the cockpit if you weren't already there. It looks like a ghost town. I'm assuming that if you're not psionic... This lady's not going to appear to you.
1: We can see the screen, right? Yeah, I think you're all looking at the screen right now, seeing the camera from Bama's computer. Okay, cool.
3: So maybe, I don't know how psionics work. Are we too far away? Like, could you guys communicate through Hank's hollow communicator telecom thing and call out to this lady?
2: Well, we know the lady can communicate with them whilst they're on our ship because she has done a couple of times.
3: Right, right.
4: And Kyan tried to talk to her last time.
2: I mean, I sort of figure that Hank and Rike would just sort of start wandering around and just see if there's any... See if anything sticks out to us. Yeah, just see if there's any kind of signs of, like, footprints or doors that look like they've been used or anything like that.
3: And I'm envisioning that we're watching a la the movie Aliens.
2: Yeah,
3: exactly. Where they're doing recon and you got the people back at the tank, or people back in the vehicle watching. Yeah, exactly. The cameras. Exactly.
5: Yeah. Yeah, I almost picture the the two of us kind of crouched low, you know, frantically looking around while trying to be stealthily like it feels like a very intense moment to me.
1: So you guys are walking down the thoroughfare looking to make contact. And everybody else is back on the ship watching you on the TV. Eating popcorn.
3: Eating popcorn, a small (laughs) thing of popcorn.
1: (laughs) Rico and Hank make perception checks. And everyone on the ship can make a perception check with a minus four. Oh, good God. Uh, Success by three.
2: Fourteen. Failed by two. Rico's really annoyed about her tail. (laughs) She's finding it very distracting. I failed by four.
3: I failed by one.
0: I failed by one.
1: Okay, so nobody else notices this, but Hank. Hank, you see somewhere in front of you, like inside one of the empty shops, looking through the window, what looks like some kind of humanoid life form. It looks at you, and then it ducks away.
5: Yeah, I'm going to stop in my tracks and kind of pull on Rico's hand a little bit and be like, look over in that window there. I just saw something lurking around. We should probably investigate that.
2: Ah, okay. Okay. So I guess we're going to creep over and see if
1: right. we can...
5: we going to try to sneak up on it. Sneaky, Sneakily look in the window.
1: As you get up to it, the structure is designed to be a store. There is no door. The door is off the hinges, so you could walk right in. And it looks like there's a giant window, which is where Hank saw the creature looking out. But the window, there's no glass or anything in it. So it's very easy to just step inside the building. Make perception checks the two of you. And everyone watching can make perception checks as well, but with minus four.
5: Success by four.
2: Oh, failed by one. Fucking hell. These dice are rubbish.
1: I broke even. You succeed on a tie, so okay. Yeah, I'm still with the, the plus four. I can't.
3: Yeah, I rolled a nine and still failed by one.
1: Liliana, you notice just on the edge of the screen what looks like a humanoid figure enters the camera's range and holds out a hand, and then you guys lose the feed.
4: Liliana just screams when she sees this and, like, jumps back.
1: (laughs) Hank and Rico, you see what looks like a regular human, but covered in fur. It's some kind of furry alien. It emerges from the shadows. It holds out a hand. And both of you levitate up off the floor. And as you're floating in midair, you hear a voice in your head that just says, You were not invited.
2: next time on cautious optimism
1: you are not welcome here
2: yes i'm getting that distinct impression thank you very much
1: the spirit wants to speak to your friends we form a family here so that one day special people don't have to hide
5: we are a family of crew members who look out for each other what exactly is she hoping that we're gonna do for her
0: You've been listening to As The Dice Roll. The As The Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As The Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Grave Matter, at MsEdwards.com. As The Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs' social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com.